Blog Talk Radio. another episode of Indie Fire right here with your girl Nakia. It's Thursday. Yeah. All day long I've been thinking it was Friday, but uh it's 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 actually Thursday. What you guys been doing? Are you still behaving? Are you still in the house? Are you still abiding by all of the rules that may have been set in place by your state or by your city? Or you just like whatever. Yeah, you like whatever. I feel you. I want to be like whatever so bad, but, you know, I've worked through this entire pandemic, and um, I, I just can't be like whatever. Like, I really want to. I really <laughs> Don't get me wrong. Like, yesterday was one of those days I wanted to, you know, um, I was talking to an old college friend, and um, he's actually um, a city councilman now in Charleston, South Carolina. And so he was, you know, just talking about everything they're doing and how there's like a big um, million man march coming up in um, Columbia, South Carolina. And he was like, you know, remember our old um, black student union days and, you know, the protests that we did. And I was like, dang, yeah, I did. Like, I really want to be in the streets, but I got to work. You know what I'm saying? Then I got coworkers that be tripping and stuff. And I really want to just, while out on them, but I think about it. I can't get up. Like I, I said yesterday, I want to just get up and tear some shit up, but I can't do that because I'm working from home now. And if I just got up and did that, I'd be tearing up my house, and then who's gonna clean it up? Me, right? So now nah, I better just sit still for the time being. I just better sit still. Um, but I know if you if you still have restrictions, I know my city got a little bad a couple of weeks ago, and um, everything like the Walmart and everything closes at like 5 p.m. Um, you know, it's, it's cause they, they, they tore the store up. Like one, I mean, we got like eight, nine Walmarts, but they, for one of the stores, they just, they just went in there and went crazy up in the store. And so, um, just, just be mindful, um, that what we're doing, uh, we need to be doing it peacefully. You know what I'm saying? We can get the message across without being violent, the anger I know is within each and every one of us, but um, it doesn't have to be displayed physically on the outside, you know what I'm saying? All of this should be done peacefully. I believe we're going to get more accomplished um, the peaceful way, hopefully, fingers crossed, um, that that's my prayer, you know, that we're able to get things done peacefully. But make sure that while you're out there that you still remember that we're in the middle of this pandemic and not a lot 
I really can't follow a lot that's that's going on with the pandemic because everything's and I don't want to be say overshadowed, but that's what we're we're seeing so much, you know, the social injustice and the racial injustice that we're dealing with, not only in the United States, but globally. You know, a lot of our artists that are in the UK um, were out protesting this weekend and came across some challenges. So big ups to you guys for what you what you participated in this weekend and, you know, how you just held things down um, for the, the people in the UK. And then the artists that we had on the show Tuesday, you know, talked about what was going on in Sweden. So, you know, it, it's not just us that's dealing with this. And, and, and it's not, you know, um, just people of color that's dealing with this. If you're supporting, you know, uh, the people of color, you're getting the backlash too. So our artists on Tuesday, you know, they talked about, you know, how um, they're seeing that happen. Um, just the the the, the prejudice um, actions and the the racial injustice against, you know, all people um, in Sweden. So, you know, we just um, need to remember that we're all a part of the human race, and um, what we're trying to accomplish, we we need to be all in one accord, doing it all together. My beliefs, all right. If you missed any of the episodes this week, just make sure that you are tuning in. Um, you know, they do play back on uh, Spotify, on um, Apple Podcasts, on um, iHeartRadio, on um, Spreaker, YouTube, uh, TuneIn, blah, 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 blah. You can catch it somewhere. Just just Google Andy Fire, and believe me, that's what's popping up, all right? So make sure that if you miss any episodes, you go back and you um, listen, okay? Make sure you're tuning in every Monday, 7 a.m. Eastern Standard Time for My Struggle is My Strength. That's Monday Morning Motivation with my boy, Caso Moore. Right? He's dropping perfect points every Monday. They're going to be able to take you not only uh, through Monday, but throughout the rest of the week. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes we've got to ignite our faith uh, to just push us a little further. And then sometimes we need to have a little more inspiration to assist us with that. You know, some of us do. And so that is uh, the desire for Monday morning motivation. My struggle is my strength with Casa Moore. Again, 7 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. And that's all I got for you as far as announcements are concerned. Um, next week is wide open. We did have some individuals that were scheduled for the show, but some things came up and I do understand. And so they've had to reschedule. So uh, Monday, Tuesday, Thursdays are wide open for next week. If you want in, you guys know how to contact me. Let me know which day you want. All shows, 6.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. All right? Super excited to have my guests back here this evening. Hopefully, I won't lose my voice tonight because I've been talking and training uh, new team members all day long. So, hopefully, I won't lose my voice tonight because uh, I feel it going away. But I'm so excited to have my guests here this evening. For you all who may have not had the opportunity to catch last year's interview uh, we had uh, Jana Blackwell on the show last year, and, um, you know, since she was on the show, we, we brought the name up a lot of times, you know what I'm saying? Uh, we played her music a lot of times, and um, at the end of the year, you know, we had the NGFI Radio Awards show, and so um, one of Jana's songs, Tune Setting, won the 2019 Best R&B uh, Female Song winner, right, or she won for that song. And at the time, I had no idea. Like, I probably knew, but I didn't know that Tune Setting wasn't really out like that. I, I didn't know I didn't know that until, uh, I want to say it was April, 
when the song came out. And the song, we talk about this every episode that I have somebody on the show. I'm talking about this track because it's doing phenomenal, not only in the U.S., but the U.K., Australia, Japan. There's a tune-setting challenge, guys. If you're not on it, you need to get on it, all right? Um, so for those who may not know anything about uh, Jana Blackwell, she is a soulful music artist who aims to power through the hearts of the people with her upbeat melody and cheery tunes. Similar to her cheerful and optimistic personality, Dana Blackwell aims to create magic through the genres of R&B and house. Her music is so empowering that it can uplift people's moods, making them bright and optimistic. Hailing from the streets of California, Dana Blackwell was born in Ohio when she moved to Oakland to pursue her musical career. Oakland has, therefore, played a major role in her music career as she had one of the biggest nights of her life at Yoshi's, the stage that has helped conquer millions of hosting musical legends. Still remembers the way she used to imitate the style of her favorite singers when she was young. She owes most of her inspiration to artists she listened to while growing up. Whether she's playing in a festival or before a more intimate crowd, Dana's musical sessions have been nothing short of an exciting and inspiring adventure for people of all ages. Like her stage name, Mistress of Soul, Dana Blackwell has managed to touch the lives and the souls of several other artists through her musical and soulful craft. To this date, Dana still remembers the praise she received from a DJ in her early days. The DJ was singing and humming along to the hook of one of her songs, and this was probably one of Dana's earliest musical highlights. The performer has received several awards for her musical craft during her career. The latest, she recalls, is the one she won in 2017 for the People's Choice Award of UK Groundbreaking Musical Artist. In addition to this, she has also won the Thick Nation Song of the Year in 2015, the Bay Area Music Award in 2014, and the Best Neo Soul Performer Award in 2012. Considering the charm of her lyrics, it is not a surprise that people compare her to Stephanie Mills and even Faith Evans. Dana believes that she sounds similar to Tania and will be thankful if she can produce and promote music with the same edge. Her latest release, Dance All Night, has taken the online streaming platforms by storm. At present, the Mistress of Soul aims to tour different parts of the world so that she can continue sharing the spotlight with other musical legends like The Thrill Train, The B.E. Motown Review Show, Butter and the Butter Love Band, and Nisi Living Single. And if I a listening audience, I present to you this evening my very, very special guest, C-Town Records, Mistress of Soul, Dana Blackwell. Girl, hello. first of all, hello. let me say, so let excited. me say, let me say, before I even say hello, you got to know that I got crazy love for you, for me to sit there and read that long-ass bio. I'm going to just say that all the time. <laughs> but I felt, I felt that for a lot of people who do not um, know who Dana Blackwell is, you know what I'm saying? You need to be able to, you've heard me talk about her and um, the award that she won on Indie Fire last year or, or this year, um, but you really don't know who she is. You know what I'm saying? You don't know what really uh, makes up Dana Blackwell, Mistress of Soul. So I wanted to be able to fully enlighten people and let them know who you are. I will say you better go update that bio, though, 
and throw your Indy Fire water up there. Yes, you need to do that. I will. You need I to will. do that. Most <laughs> definitely. Most definitely. It's but I want to say work. thank you. Consider thank that. you. Thank you. Yes, thank you so much for being here with me this evening. You could have been anywhere, but you are here giving so freely of yourself and your time to share with me, myself, and my listening audience all about you and why it is that you are so passionate about what you do. So thank you, thank you, thank you so much for being here. Well, you know, thank you for having me. Uh, I consider it an awesome, huge blessing to be back on, to be, you know, invited back on. And, and I love you guys. So, you know, anytime, you know what I'm saying? Yes, so we love you more. We love you more. And shout out to Gregory Beasley. I already see him popping out, posting and sharing. So let me go ahead and show him some love really quick, just in case I forget throughout the rest of the show. Um, big up to you, Greg, <laughs> for what you're doing. Uh, so let me let me just jump right into this. I don't want to um, just make this like, you know, like an interview because we've done that. We did it last year. I want to say we did it yeah. in our very first year. So like 2017, we did it um, as well. Those were the stereotypical yeah. interviews, you know what I'm saying, answer question, question, answer. Um, but I really want just to, to find out what's been going on with you um, since you were on the show last, since uh, you won the award, since setting really dropped um but when i tell people like i had no idea the song wasn't out when we got it we got it last year yes i had no you know, idea it, it's crazy it, it's crazy because we've recorded so much music and uh decisions on what tracks to put out are very difficult you know i have my favorite right and of course, right. Tune Setting was was one of them, and I wanted to put that one out so quickly. But you know, the choices were made to put out one of the other tracks. That's my song. But you know, a select handful of of stations and and DJs uh, were sent uh, some of the other tracks as well. And so I was grateful that you all were playing uh, Tune Setting in addition to that's my song, and even uh, you know when we later released Dance All Night. So. I truly appreciate the love. Trust me. <laughs> Very much appreciate it. So what's been going on since um, we last talked on the show? I know there were some um, tour dates coming up or something that you might have been breaking on for Atlanta, New York area. Um, what happened with that? Well, you know, the unfortunate untimeliness of this worldwide pandemic caused a lot of things to change in our industry. And one of those was, you know, dates that I had set uh, to travel finally to get out of California and do some, some gigs across the country. And I was so looking forward to it. But unfortunately, things changed. But, you know, I can say that with the change, there has become even more growth in areas where, you know, I wasn't focusing on it. It allowed me to kind of refocus my career, if you will. And I think that um, we talked about that. I don't know if you get a chance to listen to Costum on Monday mornings, but he had a series not too long ago where he talked about growth and not um, using this period of, quote, unquote, downtime to just, you know, become lazy and complacent, but to um, use it as an opportunity to grow, you know what I'm saying? If you have dreams, let them manifest. If you have a creative side, you know, bring that forth, you know, show what you're capable of doing. And as artists, you know, a lot of 
artists feel like um, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of stagnant right now because I can't perform or, or I can't, you know, um, get in this venue, you know what I'm saying? I can't attend this festival, um, but you still could be putting that music out, you know? And then as I was explaining to our artists on the show Tuesday, this is the perfect time for artists to be able to use their brands and their platform to um, be vocal about the things that are going on in, in the world. So um, with all that's going on, you know, uh, it's important to, to have that growth um, and to have the opportunity for growth. So I commend you on the things that you still are able to accomplish. And I know that you're a mom and I know that you're still working full time and, you know what I'm saying? So um, it, it's just, it's awesome that you can still continue to do those things um, and, and grow and see the growth in yourself. So I salute you for that right there. I Thank got a question you. to Thank come you. in. <clears throat> don't, guys, don't start with these questions. All right? I had a question to come in. <laughs> All right, so and I know the answer, but uh, Dana Blackwell, Mistress of Soul, where did you get your name, Mistress of Soul, from? <laughs> okay, it's kind of funny. So, but long story short, um, a friend of mine, he was a local promoter here in the Bay Area. We were sitting down joking one night, and he was like, "You know, you got to have some kind of tagline, you know, uh, you know, his slick way of talking." And, you know, he was like, you know, like Aretha Franklin is the queen of soul, and you name some others, and so he just went. So he was the one that actually came up with the mistress of soul, and uh, <laughs> he talked about, you know, it's your time, it's your time, girl, you know, because <laughs> he's from uh, South Carolina, so he had a uh, really cute accent. So I think I like the accent, so I went along with the mistress of soul. <laughs> I had to laugh when you said you liked the accent, so you went along with it. Yeah, I found myself in that predicament a couple times with dudes from South Carolina, yeah, and, and Florida and Georgia, yeah, all of them. Yes, most definitely. So there's the answer to the question. That's how uh, Dana Blackwell, I got the main mistress of soul. Um, and another question, your genres, your genres. So your bio states that you create magic through the genres of R&B and house. How does soul come and in? So, so the question is, how does soul come in? Is that one of the genres? Are you like neo soul? Are you R and B? They missed the whole reading of the bio. Um, <laughs> what genres do you classify yourself under? There we go. Well, you know, chapter two says no, <laughs> no, but I, I would say you know. <laughs> It's definitely a soulful R&B kind of, kind of sound, uh, you know, definitely that. I, I got pulled into the neo-soul thing, I think, because, you know, some of my favorite artists are considered neo-soul, I guess. And, and so when I do a lot of my live performances, I sing, you know, some Jill Scott songs or, or uh, Erica Badu or whatnot. And so I think that that's, that's kind of how I may, I may have gotten lumped into that genre. <laughs> All right, there you go. Look, I'm not taking no more questions, guys. This is, this is my time with Dana, so stop sending the questions in, all right? Um, okay, one more, one last question. Uh, describe your musical style. I think she just said that, y'all. Describe your musical style. Yeah, I, well, I think it's kind of like a gumbo pot. Like like I've said before, you know, uh, my influences have, have you know, shaped the, the music that I, I of course, uh, 
uh, you know, gravitate to, if you will. And I I do like all kinds of different types of music. And so I think it would just be kind of like gumbo. You know, there's a, just a pot of mixture of different, <laughs> of different things. I like that. And, and so, you know, and so I wish they had a category that says musical gumbo or something. <laughs> Taylor Blackwell would be there. <laughs> yes, yes, I like that. Queen of Gumbo, I like that too. Um, <laughs> where do you find the motivation? You know, um, as I just mentioned, I know that you're a mother. I know that you are a full-time, you know, employee, um, supervisory position also. Um, so I know you have a lot on your plate, um, but you know, and maybe you have hobbies and extracurricular activities, you know what I'm saying? But how do you, you find the motivation just to continue to um, pour in to what it is that you're so passionate about? There may be days when you're tired, but you know, you know, I have, I have fans, I have supporters, you know what I'm saying? I got to continue to put this music out. And, you know, how did you just stay disciplined and motivated to continue to do this, especially for so long? You know, it, it, there are challenges, and I think with life there's always those, those challenges that come about. But, but the biggest thing is, you know, this music is, is, is my passion. So, you know, when I set out to, to be a recording artist or a, a, a music artist, if you will, uh, it was only because of my love for music. It was for no other reason. Uh, it wasn't about money. It wasn't about you know, any type of glitz or glam. It just was because I, I love to sing and I, you know, love music. And when keep when I kept getting invited to do shows or performances or be a part of someone else's project, it just became this thing of blessings, you know, like, wow, you know, I felt honored to be a part, you know what I mean? And so it just continued that way. And I've just been following the lead uh, throughout this thing. And, um, man, it's been a fun journey. <laughs> And that that that's that's awesome, um, guys. I hope you listen to that answer, or her response, um, because you know sometimes we allow all the troubles of the world and the weight of the world and everything that we're going to to consume us, um, so that we cannot focus on what we are passionate about. You know, y'all know I'm always talking about that here. You know, just having to take mental health days and just step aside and remember why you do the things that you do, why it is that you're so passionate mm-hmm. about the things that you do. Um, and if you keep that front and center, you know what I'm saying, um, you're going to have fun with everything that you put your hands to do. Uh, and, and, you know, there's so many times, you know, I don't know if you go through this, Jana, but there's so many times where I'm just like, you know what, I don't want to do no show today, especially on Monday nights, like New Music Mondays, I don't want to do that. It's like, that show's too late. Like, I need to go to sleep. I don't want to do it. But I feel like mm-hmm. as soon as I go live, you know, uh, all that adrenaline starts flowing. And you remember why it is that you're so passionate about this. And, and you just, and, and I believe you continue, you prosper when you're walking in, in your passion and you're doing it purposely. You know, you, just, you prosper. So, uh, guys, I hope you heard her response and adhere to the things that she said in that response. Um we have several songs, you know, um, but to you personally, which of your songs do you feel that you have delivered your best performance mm-hmm. so far from a technical and from an emotional point of view? 
Wow. There's, we are actually uh, dropping a new video for one of the tracks uh, tonight. It's called In My Cool. And it's a very emotional song, I think, because it's talking about, it's really talking about a love for music or a love for R&B. And um, it, it's something that, you know, within the lyrics, there's all these metaphors and whatnot, but it's a very uh, emotionally uh, driven track about the love of music. And and for, for those of us that are in love with music, if you will, it is, is one that had me on, you know, in my emotions and feelings, if you will, uh, during the recording session. And even there's a, um, the bridge is, if you listen, you'll, you'll hear that I'm actually crying, uh, singing the bridge because it was so, uh, the words were so powerful for me. And so that, I think, captures all of the emotions uh, in that song. And so for that, it's, it's the favorite one, my favorite one so far. And it's called what? In my cool. It's called in my cool. Why do I cool. have that? Why do I have that? <laughs> you have it because you, know what? you because were, like I, I said. I was, <laughs> yeah, I'm speechless that you said that. And I, you know, and I probably have heard it, but because I listen to so much music from so many artists, uh, it, it's not clicking right now. But I was actually queuing up a song to play, you know, um, now. And I thought, let me go see if I have something else. And I saw that I have in my pool. I don't, I don't remember. Wow. All right. So we're definitely going to have that on. I can't get it on right now because your, your fingers can't work fast enough, can <laughs> But I definitely want to get that. Uh, we're going to get that on. I was talking to my assistant. They over there like, no, 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 not yet, not yet. Yeah, I got you. Calm down. I got you. So, um, yeah, we're going to get that in tonight. But I want to back up just a little bit and uh, uh, dance all night. I want to talk about that yes. just a little bit. All right. So in my cool, because I, I don't think I'm ready for that anyway, especially the way that she describes it. You know, um, it, all right. So, hmm. Well, yes. I guess it's not going to be upbeat. If, you're, if you were crying through the bridge, I guess it's not an upbeat yes. song. And, and I think emotionally mm-hmm. triggered songs are more – you know, um, slower and okay, so we're gonna put that one in the middle. All right, we'll do that. Put that in the middle. Dance all night, though. Um, I remember when that came out, and I think that was my introduction to Jana Blackwell. Um, and we played that it was in rotation heavily around here for forever until we got more Jana Blackwell. Um, but talk about you know the creative process um, for writing Dance All Night. Now, Dance All Night, I did not write, I did not write that song. And uh, actually, Gregory Beasley wrote the lyrics. Uh, really? Dance All Night. Yes. <laughs> Uh-oh. Okay. <laughs> I will tell. for that one, but yes. That's between you and me. Yes. <laughs> yes, he, um, he actually wrote the lyrics to the song. And so I was, you know, um, nervous in the studio about recording it, and so... Uh, super, super, uh, you know, I just was concerned that he might be, you know, not like the way I, I performed it or delivered it, but, you know, it's taken off, and so we're excited about it. It was definitely uh, a new um, a new area, a new sound for me, because it was more house, uh, more of a house feel, 
And so it's like my introduction to house music as well. So it opened me up to a whole new genre.
<laughs> that was dance all night, Gina Blackwell. Nobody told me that my mic was down. Um, but I'm sitting here talking after you finish talking, and I'm just like going away. I'm like, yes, you know, I can't believe that Greg really wrote that. And yeah, so now we're gonna get into dance all night, Gina Blackwell. I look down and they're waving at me like, yeah, the mic. It's not on. <laughs> okay, so yeah, if y'all heard that pause there, you know, we didn't goof up. I did. My mic wasn't on. Okay, all right, yeah. So again, that was my introduction to um, the Mistress of Soul, Jane and Blackwell, and it the song blew me away, and I was a fan and have been ever since. Can you kind of see why? Kind of see why, guys? Yeah. All right, so when the world opens back up uh, completely, where can you envision yourself performing? Mm. Well, I'm hoping that we will be uh, booked those those shows that I had planned for, you know, Atlanta and New York, especially because I'm uh, I'm truly excited about getting outside of California. But I am have some uh, still some live streaming shows in the works as well, and so I'm looking forward to those as well. Oh, really? Yes. <laughs> Are they going to be Facebook Live or or Instagram or? Well, I'm ho- what I'll, I'm hoping that I'll be able to marry it to YouTube, but it's on a streaming service, and okay, so I okay. believe that I'll be able to connect the link to my YouTube channel. Awesome. Awesome. Hey, hey, guys. Speaking of YouTube, you know we have we have these goals around here for the show, um, you know, for for this year, and this is the first time. I'm segueing into YouTube, but um, this is the first time that we've actually made goals for this show because, you know, every year it's about being able to uh, fulfill the mission and the vision of the show. And as long as we were doing that, then we were good. You know what I'm saying? We were good with them. But I sat down at the beginning of the year with my business partners and we said, you know, this is year four coming up and we actually need to have um, goals. We need to follow the business plan now. We need to have goals and we need to set them um, long-term, short-term, long-term, and then um, fulfill those goals, all right? We need to do that. And so uh, each of our platforms, we have, you know, a goal for the platform. And uh, we received our first check from Spreaker, like, two weeks ago. I was, woo, I was excited. Do you hear me? I was excited. Um, because, again, it's never been about the, the, the money for us here. It was being able to fulfill the passion and um, the mission and the vision of the show. When the check came, I was like, oh, <laughs> okay. You know, I see we're doing things, all right? So um, we could cross that off of our list. And so the first goal for you two was to be able to get to 100 followers because even though the show, um, you know, that's a playback um, platform for us is YouTube, we've never really promoted YouTube, oh. you know. Um, and so we made that the first goal, to get 100 followers, because we wanted to have our own custom URL. So we reached 100 followers today. I'm excited. I'm excited. So we have one more goal for YouTube uh, for the remainder of the year. And, um, yeah. Make goals. We we talked about this with someone a, a few weeks ago about the vision board and how, you know, you need to hold yourself mm-hmm. accountable by being able to look at your vision um, on a daily basis. You know what I'm saying? And so I actually have three mm-hmm. vision boards that I get a chance to look at daily, working on the fourth uh, one now. But I get to see all of these every day and hold my own self accountable 
Um, and, and as you mentioned earlier, Dana, for me, uh, when I'm being able to, again, fulfill the things that I'm passionate about, uh, it's all fun. You know, people like you, you, you're always so tired and, you know, exhausted and your hands are always here and your hands are always there. But, you know, you have fun when you're doing things that you're passionate about and things that you love. So, um, yeah, I look forward to being able to watch you live on YouTube if I don't get to see you perform live first. All right. So we're going to keep you um, in the know about Dana's uh, live performances, guys. All right. Cool. Yay. Um, as a female, as a female, look, look, I promise I wasn't going to talk tonight because I've been talking all day and I don't think I've shut up yet. So <laughs> I'm going to scale back a little bit. As a female in the industry, um, you know, females in general, uh, whether they're in hip hop, whether they're in R&B, you know, whether they're pop, they always face some type of skepticism, whether it's from other females, whether it's from, you know, a younger generation who doesn't like their older music or an older generation who feels like they shouldn't be acting young or, you know what I'm saying? They always face uh, some type of skepticism, whether it's from their male counterparts, you know? Um, But for you, Dana Blackwell, Mistress of Soul, can you say that you've suffered any resistance or skepticism um, from the industry or others within the industry? Oh, of course. Uh, When I first started singing with bands and whatnot, I used to get that all the time. You know, uh, one of the the things that I like to tell young girls a lot is the story about the first time that I was, uh, the very first audition that I got myself, you know, hyped up to do. And uh, I went on that audition uh, because it was a for a traveling soul band, I just knew I could, you know, at least be in the running. Got myself all prepped up and everything to do it, and I never got to actually sing at all because the the person that was holding the auditions didn't like the way that I looked, and so it, it you know, it, it it caused me to, you know, question everything whether or not I should mm-hmm, even mm-hmm. be singing anymore if mm-hmm, that was the mm-hmm. case, and so I went through a lot of challenges behind that, but. You know, I did have a good good circle of friends and family that kind of um, rallied around me, if you will, and kind of uh, motivated me to get back up and uh, do it again. And uh, so then, you know, no's became yeses. Uh, and so I always look back at that one time and remember that as I move forward because, you know, I could have let that stop me from doing anything Yeah. and uh, yeah. opening myself up up to sharing music or whatever. And so it didn't. And now I'm here, you know, and lots with lots of stories to tell <laughs> and whatnot. But I'm I'm so excited that you know, and happy that I allowed or didn't allow that, that situation uh, you know, to hold me back from what I wanted to do. So am I. Um now and staying right right there, um because it was so important that, or it is so important that you share that, that message with um, young girls. If you have, or if we have an aspiring artist who's listening now, um, especially female, and she says, you know, oh, I've read her bio, you know what I'm saying? I actually follow her on social media. I love her sounds, you know, I, I love her, you know, her music. I love everything that she stands for. You know, and I believe that I could be just like her. But 
I have a little fear. Like, I don't really know what the next step is that I need to take. And, you know, I don't, I don't even know if my music is going to be good enough or, you know, I don't even know if I have the right look um, for this industry. What piece of advice could you offer to this aspiring artist to say, hey, you know, you got to dot, dot, dot. I don't want to use your piece of advice, but what piece of advice could you offer to that aspiring artist? Yeah, I was so that girl. <laughs> I was so her uh, back back in the day. But I guess I, I would say um, I wish that someone would have told me that it doesn't require any of those things. It doesn't require a look. Um, you know, it, it just requires your passion for whatever it is that you want to do with your music. Uh, you know, the, I would just say follow your heart um, and also find some people that know something about the business so that they can help guide you. <laughs> Um, legally and contractually, you know, behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. That last part was was most important to me. Um, people like to get in business with their friends. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. The friend has boosted your ego and you, giving you mad confidence, telling you your sound is, you know, out of this world and you sing music to a radio station and they, you know, they reject your music because your friends been boosting you. Um, so make sure, and your friend knows nothing about the industry except for what they've seen, mm-hmm. you know, Diddy do on a on a show. <laughs> so make sure that you are uh, with a crowd of people who um, are able to back you um, on the business side of uh, this industry. Yes, great advice. Make sure that you make it applicable Most definitely. to um, that aspiring career. All right, guys. Um, now for you, the best piece of advice that you have received in the industry that you did not take but now wish you would have taken? Mm. Wow. Okay, I'm probably going to get in trouble for saying this, but I would say, <laughs> um, how would you say, don't, don't sleep with uh, and work. Don't sleep and work at the same place. You know, don't get your, <laughs> your personal relationship uh, involved with your business, and uh, unless you're you're sound in both areas, because <laughs> it could be very challenging when emotions and and feelings are flying around, and you're you're Girl. trying to get some work done. <laughs> la 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 la. Uh, I think you're looking around the room because all eyes are on me. Like yeah, like yeah, she's talking to you. Watch it. Hey, don't touch my business now. Yeah, but that right there. Yeah, somebody should have told me, you know what I'm saying? I mean, and, and it doesn't, that doesn't even apply to to just the music industry. That's just life in general. You know what I'm saying? Like, you wouldn't sleep with your boss, and I'm not saying that's what you did, but I'm just saying in general, the way that she, she phrased that, all right? So we're not mixing business with pleasure. So we shouldn't, you know, what goes on at our jobs shouldn't trickle down over into our personal lives. You know what I'm saying? So um, that that's, that's just not this industry. That that's just across the board. But um, yeah, I wish I would have adhered to um, maybe that advice myself. Um, I've always been a um, just just a rebel. I do things the way I want to do them. I want to the beat of my own drum. And if mm-hmm. I excel from it, then I feel like everything that I, I've gone through, I've gone through it for a reason. You know, and I'm able to mm-hmm. use those setbacks and those obstacles and those trials and tribulations and those stories to be able to help somebody else not make those same decisions and mistakes. 
So, um, yeah, that's something I wish somebody would have told me, though. Yep. Yeah, that was a loaded answer, so I tried to be yeah. with the response. Yeah, no, but uh, yeah. <laughs> were, uh, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> I want to jump into uh, this next track right here. Dana, Dana, we're going to talk about that later. Dana has briefly um, talked about this track when asked, you know, um, her song that she felt that she has given her best performance emotionally and technically. And uh, she mentioned uh, in my cool. And, you know, as I stated, I didn't even know we had it. I got so much music. I didn't even know we had it. Luckily, I, I was searching for I was searching for your song. And, um, and I saw that pop up. So uh, you want to go ahead and introduce In My Cool to the listening audience? Yes. In, in My Cool, like I touched on before, is basically a love song to R&B. Um, it, it's a love song to to the love of uh, R&B, if you will. And uh, there's a lot of metaphors in the song, but I, I think it, it, it's talking about the love and the correlation to love and music or the mixture of the two, if you will. So um, there you have it, In My Cool. Good 
It's your girl, Jana Blackwell, C-Town Records, Mistress of Soul. And you're on the air with the hottest independent station, Indie Fire, with your host, Nakia, giving you that heat right here on the station, bringing you all of the hottest hip-hop hits, Indie Fire. If you're just tuning in, you're live right here on Indie Fire with your girl, Nakia, and C-Town Records, Mistress of Soul, Jana Blackwell. Look. Whenever I play that drop, I always get people that be like, yo, who is that? And I'd be like, Jaina Blackwell, you know, you can hear her, you hear her music, you know, and they'd be like, yeah, all right, cool, whatever. Now you can identify the music with the voice, with the face, with the bio, with the person. You all know now who Jaina Blackwell, Mrs. of Soul is, all right? Yes, and that right there was. Am I cool? Like I need I need to play that again a couple times after the show. I'm about ready to crack the bottle of wine open and get the wine glasses out. And I don't know how you drink or if you even drink, but I always drink with two wine glasses. So I never want to feel like I'm drinking alone. <laughs> I'm saying I never want to get drunk before the other person does either. So I always have these two wine glasses and I drink out of both glasses. I don't know. It's always been kind of funny that way. Anyway, guys, am I cool? I like that. I like that. You know, I I heard. Thank you. I thought of Jill Scott. I thought of Jill Scott. Um, and somebody else popped in my head. Um, but that's that's the vibe that I got. Um, that's the vibe, and I yeah. like that you're so you're so you know versatile. Um, from dance all night to am I cool? Um. How can you say or how would you say that your newer music um, has changed from your older music? Hmm. Well, I'm definitely learning more about the craft. There's some growth there. So, you know, even the selections of who to work with or the team that we're working with now, it has evolved, you know. And so as, as I've evolved, as I've gone through things in my life, you know, that have even changed the sound of my voice. Uh, and, mm-hmm. and so I, I definitely know that you'll hear that those changes, that seasoning, if you will, um, that I've gone through in, you know, in the new stuff to come. So I want to talk about tune setting now, because we're going to play that next. Um I see the numbers, and I see how phenomenal. What if you win again for 2020? <laughs> <laughs> you see, now when yeah. you get on the show, then you you're back in. Um, you'll be back. Well, you know what? I, I won't say that because you know there's the category only has I think there's either five or six 
in each category. So I don't know, but you know, you're probably going to be in the category. So, uh, but what if you win again? That would be crazy. All right. So, that would anyway, be amazing. Um, <laughs> <laughs> hope none of my judges are listening. I really do. We're going to get new judges this year anyway. Um, so, um, yeah, we won't even mention that she won last year, you know. Um, but what's been going on with, you know, since Tune Setting um, officially released? And, you know, again, I know that you're doing crazy numbers um, overseas. And, and then you got the Tune Setting Challenge. And, you know, what, what how's that all been? Um, a blessing. You know, uh, I I mean, when we released the, the track, we were excited to release it. I didn't expect it to to take off in this way, but I'm I'm hugely excited, and you know, we actually consider all this a blessing. You know, with the challenge, though, it's kind of it's a joke around my house because you know my kids are huge TikTok users, and I'm still trying to maneuver my way around <laughs> TikTok and whatnot. And, and it, so it's kind of crazy that you know someone on TikTok. Uh, started this this challenge you know but um so that's kind of exciting because it's opening me up to a another generation of people that are listening to the sounds I guess uh um I don't know it's just all kind of uh crazy and exciting you know that that's amazing you're the second artist I've had this year who has um a worldwide challenge um and and I, I just think it's amazing just to be associated because now I, I not that I not that I didn't think you were big before, but now I really think you're super super big now. You know what I'm saying? So this is this, this is huge. Um, when it came to the writing process or the creative process for writing, um, tune setting. Now, did you write that? Uh, no, I didn't. I just uh, Kenneth Christian uh, wrote tune setting. I just went in and added a little, you know, ad libs here and there while we were in the studio. But the the song was definitely written by him about his experiences in working with his frustrations, I should say, and working with me <laughs> and trying to get the music created. So, uh, you know, we were talking about having balance in our life and whatnot before, and so it was truly a challenge in trying to find and carve out. Uh, areas of time or bits of time to be able to even get the project done. So, uh, <laughs> which is evident in the in the lyrics. <laughs> <laughs> well, this right here, guys, our 2019 Best R&B Song winner, Dana Blackwell, with Tune Setting. Just what as a rule, not trying to 
never stop now Love to see the smiles on my loved one's face Then after my shows, it's back to the basics From phone bills to car notes and insurance Fueling my gas tank and bridge clearing Repping currency kings Write it down, take a picture, a copy and paste Upgrading your vocal to high quality sound. A formulation as it goes for Jane Blackwell. Been lost in this world trying to find myself. Saying, Lord, can you hear me? I need your help. Lost a few loved ones in my life. Trying to raise my kids and teach. Trying to lose my pride It's warm in my heart But it's cold outside How you survive It's not like the 80s I guess in my dreams I can get that mistake Way over my head Gotta stay focused Gotta pay this Get a 30 day note Cause it's a cold, cold world Gotta guard yourself Be on your P's and Q's Heart and soul Diva Of the Bay Area As you know it's tune setting Let's bring through Jana Blackwell Records, Mrs. Soul, Dana Blackwell. I want to apologize for our delay in um, music playing tonight. We have new equipment, and uh, I'm actually in in two different uh, locations right now. And so I'm doing one thing, and somebody else is doing another, and, and it's causing a little conflict with us um, playing our music. So, uh, anyway, nevertheless, it got out there. I just wanted to, you know, just apologize for that brief delay. Uh, Dana, I want to put you on the spot really quickly, if you don't mind. You know that part at the end of the song that you just did? Can I hear that live? Uh, let's see. The, uh, the... That part? <laughs> that part. <laughs> yes, thank you, thank you, thank you. <laughs> you know what? I had someone to tell me um, when I was uh, making music back in the day. 
Um, they, when I would have an interview, they would always put me on the spot and they would be like, you know, let me hear you do blah, 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 blah. And my manager finally told me like, no, you don't, you don't give free audiences. I mean, you know, you know what I'm saying? You don't give the audience uh, free uh, performances. And I thought, you know, no, what, what's wrong with that? That's, I'm not singing the whole song and, you know, they've invited me on the show for the interview and. What's wrong with being able to um, display my talent and let them know that what you hear off of, you know, the track is actually, it's me and, you know what I'm saying? It's not even yeah. added, add, you know, ad lib, it's a rewrite, it's me. And so um, I appreciate an artist that could just get up here and just, you know, go like that right there. Thank you so much. I want to go ahead and, and open the floor up to you now so that you can get all of your contact information out for those who may be listening live, for those who may come back and listen to one of the many, many playback shows that they're interested in. I don't know, sending Jana some, some beats if they want to collab with you, if they want to get you on tour, you know what I'm saying? If they want some merch, I don't know. Whatever the reason is, they need to get in contact with you. The floor is now yours to get your contact information out. Um, at Jana Sings 2. Uh, that'll get you to any of the platforms, uh, you know, um, the at symbol, J-A-Y-N-A-S-I-N-G-S, the number two. Very simple. Very simple. I almost forgot the number two. I was like, I was looking for Jana. You know, even though it's, it's built into all of my social media, but I almost forgot the number two. I was like, something's missing. Something's, ah, the number two. Yes. All right, guys. So Jana sings with an S, not a Z, and the number two. All right? Make sure that you are following the show on all social media platforms at NG Fire. Make sure you're following me, The Girl in Motion, on all social media platforms at The Girl in Motion. Uh, make sure that if you want to submit for New Music Mondays, that you uh, go on the website, www.indiefireradio.com, click on the New Music Mondays Submissions tab, the artist name, or type in the artist name, um, a little bit about the track, and please be sure that you upload the file, all right? Because it does me no good for you to say, um, my name is Tom Jones, and I got this fire track called Peanut Butter Time, but you don't upload the track. You know what I'm saying? I can't play what you don't upload. All right? So if you're trying to get a rotation on New Music Mondays, just remember to upload the track. Okay? Until uh, Monday morning, 7 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. You guys have a good week, um, remainder of the week, and an awesome, awesome, and very safe weekend. Happy Father's Day. I almost forgot that. Mm. Happy Father's Day to all of the uh, fathers out there, uh, stepdads, grandfathers, uncles, um, you know, if you're holding it down in the fatherly position, happy Father's Day to you. Jenna, have a good night. Thank you so much for having me. You are so, you are so very welcome.